This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right, 3.05 on DGS. So n- normally, uh, you know, we do like a stairway to Kevin thing. And it feels weird when I'm driving the show to do it like that. Just because I don't know, because I'm talking so much. Do you want me to throw of course, that's you? not new, is it? I talk all the time anyway. <laughs> um, but I wanted to play this piece of audio because I think we all agree... To, a, to some level or another, I know that in, in on the show, the three of us and Dave, we're all kind of really sick and tired of the political world as it is, right? Like, why does it have to be so stupid? Why does it have to be a constant fight? And I found this audio yesterday that I think really explains what all of us should be upset about rather than what we are upset about. Because we're always upset at the quote-unquote other team. Right. If you're a hardcore Democrat, you're always mad at the Republicans. If you're a hardcore Republican, you're always mad at the Democrats. This audio, I think it explains it in the beginning, but just in case it doesn't, I want to set it up. So this is based on a study done at Princeton. That doesn't mean it's flawless, but when you listen to what they're saying, tell me if you don't think it rings true to you. It's about the way politics works in the United States. Researchers at Princeton University looked at more than 20 years worth of data to answer a pretty simple question. Does the government represent the people? Now, this is what they found. Take an idea that nobody supports, literally nobody, and it has about a 30% chance of becoming federal law. Now, take an incredibly popular idea, the most popular idea this country has ever seen, and there's also about a 30% chance of it becoming law. This means that the number of American voters for or against any idea has no impact on the likelihood that Congress will make it law. Put another way, and I'm just going to quote the Princeton study directly here, the preferences of the average American appear to have only a minuscule, near zero, statistically non-significant impact upon public policy. So if you've ever felt like your opinion doesn't matter and that the government doesn't really care what you think, well, you're right. So there's way more to that, and there's the why that goes with that that I'm going to lay out quickly because it would it, the, the 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 audio is just too long, and I don't want to go too much longer than that. But that point that the an idea that has no popular support whatsoever has the same chance of becoming law as an idea that every single American would agree with, based on the based on the study that they did over 20 years, based on what Congress does, right? 
They pass a lot of things that are completely unpopular that zero people agree with, but they do it. And there are all kinds of things that people really agree on, but they won't. They don't do the, They don't do those at any greater rate than the things that they, that people don't care about. And the reason, as the study found, was because of how we've allowed money into the system. Because there's a, so they they show, and I wish I could show it to you, but I'm just going to describe it to you. There's a graph that they have on there, and on one axis. It's the likelihood that Congress would act on something. And on the other axis, it's the popularity of the idea. So in, a, in, a, in an ideal world, if it's both, if it's really popular with people, it would then have a lot of government con- congressional support. And if it's unpopular, then it would have no support. That would be the idea. And it doesn't work that way. As that person just pointed out verbally, if you look at the graph, it's a straight line across that no matter how popular or unpopular an idea is, it has the same percentage chance of being made into law regardless of that popularity. Except that that's a straight line that's, that never changes. What group of people do you think it changes for? What group of people do you think has that line that's, that goes upward, which means... The more they like it, the more likely it is to happen. And the less they like it, the less likely that new thing is to happen. The money people. The wealthy. So it's not just individuals. It's individuals. It's corporations. It's industries. It's all of that. So essentially what the study found was money runs the show, which we all know, right? Mm -hmm. We all understand that. But when you see it put on a graph and you see the, the numbers back it up, that when it comes to the voice of the American people... Our opinions mean nothing. They mean absolutely nothing. If we hate something, they're just as likely to do it as if we love that thing. Our opinion doesn't change whether or not it will be put into law. But what does impact that is when money is behind it. And it's perfectly legal. Right? The money can go through mm-hmm. lobbyists. Therefore, Then it goes straight into campaigns. And then those people that have the money to spend then get what they want at the much higher percentage. It's not 100% of the time. But as, as the, so if you take the wealthy class, if you were to say this particular idea, um, I, don't, I don't even know, I don't even want to come up with, a, with an example. But this particular new tax law is really popular with people who have money. It's almost 100% chance it's going to happen. If it's something that the wealthy class despises, whatever it might be, let's say a new tax law, it has almost zero chance of happening because they have the power to make it not happen. And yet we all spend our time yelling at each other. We're mad at mm-hmm. each other all the time when what we should be upset is nobody's listening to any of us. There are times, by the way, of course, there's, as he pointed out, any idea has about a 30% chance of becoming law. Any idea that we... But again, no matter how popular or unpopular it is. So our opinions don't change the likelihood of it. How does that strike you guys seeing it looked at from an historical and statistical standpoint? Not just a feeling, because I think we all feel that way. But to hear it laid out like this is exactly what's happened for the last 20 years. How's that hit you guys? Well, I'm I'm sure I speak for a lot of people where when I say it makes me feel kind of hopeless because... If the money people are running things, they are not, I mean, expecting someone to give up their wealth and their power for the good of other people, like, 
it just doesn't even seem like a possibility at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah, I I I think if if that was ever going to happen, it would have happened a long time ago. And now that society, it feels like, at least to me, that it's built in such a way uh, that they will never have to do it, right? And right. are almost discouraged from doing it. Uh, it just means it'll never happen. So what's interesting, and and like again, this is why it's one of the reasons why when we when we end up talking politics, it, I get really kind of equally angry at anybody that feels super hyper partisan because. You're yelling at people that aren't going to change anything. And look, there's no practical way of changing it, right? So if we all decided we wanted this to change and we go to Congress and we all call our congressmen and women and we tell them, we're going to vote you out if you don't do this. They're going to say, we don't believe you <laughs> because there are people giving us money that are going to help us stay where we are. And we're not worried about you, your voices and your complaining and your tweets and your videos and your TikToks. We don't care because that's not going to change whether or not I have my spot in most cases. And some of that comes down to the way that we've drawn the maps, right? Mm -hmm. If you wear the right team color in a certain area, you are not going to lose if you're the candidate. Now, you could be primary to whatever, but you're not going to lose. What if someone – I've seen a few people throw this out there in the last few months. I'm not sure – how historically accurate it is. So I'm saying I don't believe it, but I find it an interesting exercise. There are actually people who study history who say that's exactly how the country was set up to be in the first place. That's exactly why you have the electoral college. That's exactly why you have the structure that we do, because that always gives people with means the advantage over the rest of us, right? This idea that we've always, and, and I don't, I'm not even complaining that it is this way because I think this is the way society's always been. I mean, you go back to what all of our ancestors fled in Europe. It was nobility just deciding whatever they wanted to over the common people, mm. right? So it was a similar dynamic. It's now just less about birthright and name and all that. It's it's just money. If you have money, you have more votes than me, right? You know, yeah. the, we, we hear this, you know, one person, one vote, but that's that's bullcrap. My voice doesn't mean as much as Elon Musk's voice because Elon Musk can write checks. Mm -hmm. And your voice might not mean as much as my voice because I get to say things on the radio. It's a little different dynamic than just purchasing influence. But that's basically what we are. We're a country where you just purchase influence. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm not even saying this as a complaint. I'm really saying this as a means of, of saying the person that disagrees with you politically is not the enemy. They are not the one holding the world back. They are not the one that is making your life more difficult. The wealthy are the ones making your life more, more difficult. And I'm not talking about your buddy that's worth a few million dollars. I'm not talking about, mm. I'm not talking about the ball player who's got a big contract. I'm talking about the billions and billions and billions and billions. And the industries and the and you know entire industries like multiple corporations that band together. The oil industry, right? Like the mm -hmm. industries on top of just the individual billionaires. Like that is wealth and power and money that none of us it's not your your buddy who's worth ten million dollars, he ain't part of this. Yeah. 
He's not in that on that team. He's not in that game. He's not big enough. So what we're talking about, though, is a very small number of people that wield that power. And if you don't like the way things are, it's probably because of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling for revolution or anything like that because that's, I mean, nobody wants that. It's a terrible outcome for everybody. But the point is, maybe we could use that as a means to stop being pissed off at each other all the time. No, I hear you loud and clear. Viva la revolucion. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's rise up. You I'm, know, I'm, Merry I get, Christmas, everyone. I understand what you're getting at. I hear your message. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I am treating this almost as a Christmas message. This is you should stop being mad at your neighbor. Like you should get along with your neighbor. You should understand because you're constantly being told by people who benefit from you believing it mm-hmm. that your neighbor is the enemy. That the person that disagrees with you is your enemy. And if you buy that, you are playing the game that favors the power brokers. You can just opt out of all of the anger. You can opt out of all of that if you understand how it's really working. This is not a conspiracy. This was measured by a study of how things work. And it makes me want to have fewer political disagreements with people. It really should be a message of coming together because we're not doing it to each other. Mm -hmm. It's being done so far above our heads, we can't even see the ceiling. And I would argue it's probably been that way throughout human history. It's just been a different format. Sometimes it's, you know, nobility, it's royalty. The royal family decides something. Um, and, and obviously in the modern times, especially in the more Western countries that don't get, aren't ruled by Kings anymore, right? You know, in Saudi Arabia, it's ruled by the Royal family. They're the ones that are playing at that level and determining everything for everybody there here. It's just more business interest. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, I know it's not a, it's not a happy, happy, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> but it really is a message that you should just stop being angry at your, at your people, at your fellow American citizens that are just like you who happen to see the world differently than you do because they're not causing your problem. Mm-hmm. There aren't enough resources to go around, not because the people who voted different way than you do that do what they do. It's because the people at the top have too much. And as long as we can just stop fighting, that's all I'm asking for. Amen. All right, good. So I'm not crazy. No, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Andrew, I have a question for you. Yeah. If you don't like doing yeah. things on weeknights, why do you keep doing things on weeknights? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's not been my decision. My thought was like, you know, being this close to Christmas, you know, the pressure's kind of off a little bit. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, what if I what if I let myself go out and do something on a weeknight instead of just, you know, you know, staying at home and yeah. being like, ah, I need to rest. I have to get my rest, I guess. I don't even know. But I, I go out and I do these type. I've seen movies this week. I've yeah. been to, to dinners. I've that sounds I went wonderful. To the garden glow. Ah, You're no. Get, I said you've yet to hit me with the bad part. No. I gotta be. I, w- I want to be at home. Then go home. Taken away from my chair time, which is the time that I spend sitting in my big chair. I just got a new chair. I've been really enjoying it. No, that's great. But like, great. so like leaving the house for. I mean, was there a time period that like is it, if you go for two hours, that's too much. An hour is okay. I just you know you get home and you're like, ah, oh, I spent my entire evening walking around the botanical gardens or whatever. How are you on the do stuff during the week, Rich? Like, is that a normal well, thing or not a big fan? You're not a, you're not not a, a do fan. stuff person. I don't do things ever. So during the week <laughs> is out of the question. No, last week was like our, our I had like a family Christmas thing. Yeah. And then we had our work Christmas party. And then we had the Hardee's remote. And I, I, I was like overwhelmed. I'm like, there is too much stuff going on. I, I like to go to work and then go home and be on my couch. And then weekend is for doing stuff? Um, Kind of, but... I really like if there weekends. Is stuff, I mean. Man, if I can have a weekend where I don't do anything, I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not like a go-getter when it yeah. comes to like socializing or anything like that. I go back and forth like this time of year, I love a weekend where I never leave the house. Oh like, yeah. If there's a weekend where I don't have to go anywhere, it's kind of cool. I'm I'm cool. I'm down with that. Um but I still I still like doing stuff. It just depends on the stuff. Like baseball season, I'm doing stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple nights a week during the week, it's both days on the weekends. And I don't, I, I wouldn't want to that, I wouldn't want that level of activity to just go away. Yeah. But I don't want to do it 12 months out of the year. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. yes, it does. Like I, there are times. I'm always like, shocked by how much you yeah, do. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's and, a, but for that time, it's awesome. It's cause, an enormous commitment. But it's fun. There's, there's something going on. I'm not a big, I'm not great at like nothing. Yeah. I'm not great at that. Like I can do it, and I can do it for times of the year where I'm like, all right, hey, movies and video games and show prep and stuff like that. That's mm. that's enough. But I still have that. Like, if if I asked you guys the choice, you have a choice to decide whether you're more of a watcher or a doer. Which would you say that you are? Now, 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 what do you mean by that? Yeah, what does that mean? Like, would you like? Uh, like so, if, for, like, so for like example, if, if, if all somebody, my friends if, are playing a game, right? So if sports somebody, or whatever. If somebody says to me, "Would you rather go to a Cardinals game?" Or would you rather go play old man baseball? I would go play old man baseball 100 times out of 100. I see. Uh, so if know, I have a chance to do something versus observe something, I would choose the do yeah. almost every time, barring, you know, circumstance. Like, sometimes you just can't, right? Sometimes you don't have time to do things or whatever. Yeah, like, depends on who's going, I guess, right? <laughs> I mean, if all my friends are playing. Andrew's like, who's going to be there? Yeah, who's going <laughs> who, to be there? 
if all my friends are playing soccer, I'll go play soccer. But if it's just like, would you want to watch soccer or go play soccer with some randos? I don't want to play soccer with some randos. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. Nobody's doing things with randos. I think mm. I'm. I think I'm. I have the spirit of a doer, but there's just not that many. Hmm, the things that I like to do, I mostly watch. If that makes does yeah, that yeah. make any yeah. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I do watch those things too. I mean, like I, I, you know, I'm, I am an observer as well. But almost all the time, if I'd given the choice, it would be I'd rather go do that thing than watch that thing. Mm-hmm. I get it. All right. So, Andrew, stop doing things if you don't want to. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, coming up on 335 on DGS, that means we welcome in Dave Murray. Hello, Dave. Hello there. How's everything going, man? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Hey, Andrew, while we're doing this, I have a a Christmas song for you to try to find. It's called Another Christmas on Tour, or it might be Christmas on Tour. Unfortunately, I can't tell you who it's by. It's kind of an interesting little song. Is it like Grandma Got Run Over by the Reindeer? No, 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 no. No, but it's no. It's actually it's actually actually kind of a nice song. So you won't like it, Wheels. <laughs> yeah, right. I only like the angry ones. You can't mosh to this yeah, song. If you can't get no, in the pit no. and try to, yeah, you can't get in the pit and throw some elbows. It's not worth it. All right, let's play a little game, okay? All this right. this Christmas, fifty eight is going to be the high on Monday. Last Christmas was very cold with some wicked wind chills. What's the warmest record temperature? On Christmas in St. Louis. 68. All right. 65. 73. Oh, you went over the wheel. 71. Ah. 71 from 1889. Wow. 1889. Yeah. So what's the coldest? Negative 73. No, I'm going to say minus five. I'll say two degrees. I will say minus 15. Ooh, very close. Minus 13. Ooh, Ooh. Nice. 1983. That, the wettest, wettest Christmas on record was 1913. How much, approximately how much rain fell? A bucket. Hmm. Three I inches. Just, say just one bucket. <laughs> no, I was, yeah, I'll go, I'll go four inches. 
Okay, just a touch under one inch. Oh, that's a record? Oh, all right. I bet those people in the 1800s with the hottest Christmas ever were so confused. (laughs) I don't know. They might have enjoyed it. (laughs) They're like, is it time to plant the crops again already? (laughs) (laughs) All right, most snow on Christmas Day. Five inches. Eight inches. Mm, 13. No, 14. 9.2. 9.2. Oh, there you go. All right. So, uh, Not too bad. question for you on this because I, I, every, it feels like in this part of the country, we get that wide variance, right? Like, mm-hmm, absolutely. Is, is that unique to not just St. Louis, but like this part of the country where you can have yes. a high of 71 and a low of negative 13 for records on the same day? Is it only the middle of the country? Is there anywhere else that it's like that? Because I don't feel like it is. No, not really. And it's not the entire middle of the country. It's It would be like St. Louis, Kansas City, Little okay. Rock, Tulsa, Oklahoma City. Uh, probably throw Omaha in there, too. I wouldn't throw Chicago in there because they, they tend to get cold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember any 70s living up there for the 12 years that we lived up there. And in I mean, I grew up in in Michigan. I don't remember anything like that. I mean, you get like a warm Christmas would be like forty five. Yeah, yeah, and that would be very warm. Yes, yes, it would be. So we are unique in that we're not just like weirdos. They're like, you know, I, no. this feels like the one. Everybody says this, but I think it's true here. If you don't like the weather, wait a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Twain. Yes, yes, but people <laughs> say that other places. I don't think it's. Oh true. yeah, well, Mark Twain said it. I think about um, New England. Really. Yeah. Do they have the same kind of wild swings too, or not? They have wild swings on the coast, not okay. so much inland. Not so much inland. Right. I always thought some of that was just kind of our own little, you know, inside it probably joke. Is. But then yeah. listening <laughs> to you, but like listening to you describe those differences, those are vast differences. Yes, they are. Yeah. Good times. Thanks for the quiz. Okay. Good deal. Okay. If you're going out this evening, still a little light rain, a little drizzle around. It's kind of fading away. Rainfall was relatively light, but it's just a gloomy day today. Tomorrow, I think we squeeze out that dry day, partly to mostly cloudy skies. So still a very overcast day, but 62 on Saturday. Lots of clouds Saturday night, maybe a little bit of rain late, but the evening is dry. 48 Sunday changeable sky, a mix of clouds and sunshine, windy, a couple of showers around on Sunday, but also a lot of dry time, 62 degrees. Then comes this next system in, system number two coming out of the southwest. There is no cold air to tap, but there's plenty of moisture to tap. So periods of rain on Christmas Eve, especially late night. The early evening, we might get through without much in the way of rain, but it's going to be raining quite hard overnight, 52 and then Monday, Christmas Day, rain all day at 58 degrees. So I think going through all that, I failed to ask you, but what, what is the normal temp for today? Or for uh, About Christmas? 43. 43 would be kind of the average high. Okay. So that's a normal and Christmas here. 27 at night. That would be, yeah. But we're now, it's St. Louis. We're never normal. <laughs> There's nobody in this in this studio on any given day that's ever normal. And I don't, hey, mean, I do a, I don't mean just this show either. Right. Can I do a quick shout out? Yeah. Because I, I, I have a sneaky feeling the radio is on. Schnars Hardware in Ladue, one of the best little hardware stores ever. There, there's a guy there who works there. It's, his name is Tom. Tom's been with Schnars forever that I can remember. And he officially retires tomorrow. So oh, congratulations. So, Tom, thanks for everything. He's a, he's a master at, at helping you with projects. He's going to be missed. But happy retirement, Tom. Absolutely. Congratulations, man. That's great.
Beauty. What do you want to do, uh, headlines? Yeah, absolutely. Headlines is brought to you by Schnooks. Get personalized savings delivered to you in an instant with the Schnooks Rewards app. Did you guys see that President Biden announced pardons for thousands of marijuana offenses? Uh, Pardons will be given for people convicted in Washington, D.C. and on federal lands, building building on a previous round of pardons granted in 2022. Clemency will also be granted to 11 people serving, quote, disproportionately long sentences for nonviolent drug crimes. All right. Well, it's, it's a nice kinda, Christmas gift for some people out there. I mean, mm-hmm. it does follow a logic, right? If it's become it's being legalized in a lot of places, still not federally yet, but I think that's coming, right? At some point in the not too distant future, it's probably going to be decriminalized on the federal level. That's going to happen. It doesn't make sense to continue to punish beyond that. Charlie Sheen was attacked by his neighbor. This is kind of a crazy story. Um, Police were called to his L.A. area home on Wednesday for a neighborly dispute. Officers say that Sheen's neighbor forced her way into his home and attacked him when he opened the door after hearing a knock. The woman reportedly ripped Charlie's shirt and attempted to strangle him. What? Yeah, paramedics came to the scene, but Sheen was not transported to the hospital. He also told deputies he believes the same woman recently squirted some type of sticky liquid on his car. So she is harassing him all over the place. That was a restraining order. Yeah. Mm. What's, I don't, the whole thing's weird. Isn't it? Like, that's, there's something that we're, like, there's more going on. Yes. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that there's he's doing anything wrong. I'm just saying there, like, there's something. That you think happened. they have, like, a relationship or something? Or, or some dispute from a period of time that's continued or something yeah. like that. Tesla has the highest accident rate out there. This is according to a new analysis of auto accidents using insurance data to determine which car brands have the worst drivers. The data shows that Tesla drivers have the highest accident rate with 23.54 accidents per thousand drivers between November of 2022 through November of 2023. So it wasn't just my perception. No, I will attest. I'll attest to that too. Whenever there's a screwy move on the road, I, in fact, it's just gotten to the point where I'll go. Ah, I bet you that's a Tesla drive. Oh, and sure it is. It absolutely is. I don't know what it is either. I don't know if there is a percentage of Tesla drivers who think they don't have to stop at stop, stop signs and can blow through red lights. I, I don't know. I, I don't get it, but it is almost all the well, time at Tesla. They lose power steering if they go through a car wash, so maybe they just went through a car wash. <laughs> it, uh, I was going to ask you, Rach, is that related to any to the automated driving? Is it any of that? It it doesn't draw a connection okay, there. Okay, okay. Because I know they just did the recall, right? They're bringing back like two million two Teslas. million cars yeah. to to what is it to like also dim? What, what do they do? That like I don't want to say shutting off, but like reduce your ability to use the automated driving. Good. Also, automated um, driving is not a good idea when 98% of people are not doing it. Like, automated driving is great if everybody is automated driving. They, I saw somebody complaining, I guess, in as a, as a part of Elon's ongoing feud with uh, Disney, they've pulled Disney Plus from the, you, you can't stream Disney Plus on your center console while you drive anymore. And this person was complaining about it. And I think that's part of the problem here, excuse me, is that Teslas are by design. They're designed to distract you while you're driving. You can play video games and stream movies from the center console. I'm not talking about like the back seat on the back of the seats or whatever. I'm talking about the where right where your eyes are, right where a radio would be in a normal sane person's car. They have uh uh like video games and and you know streaming Disney Plus and it's like 
this is yeah, you're gonna be distracted when you're driving something like that. I, I, when, you, I, when you put iPad in car and you stare at iPad while you drive, you're gonna be distracted. <laughs> Says the reader in his car. Kevin, come on. <laughs> I agree with you, by the way. Should should playing video on your car's screen be illegal? Because I would say, please make it illegal. It's surprising that it's not illegal to have that. You know. I mean, if you can't look at your phone while you drive, why would you be able to have video playing on your center console? I mean, like yep. on the cars that I've owned recently that have the like the rear view camera or even the one that you can push the camera button and it'll it'll show you all the way around your car. Like it shuts off if you start driving. It says not available while you're driving. Mm -hmm. And I've had other features where you can't you can't uh, like push the settings or check the settings while you're moving. And that would seem to be a pretty smart safety feature. Yeah, guess what? No streaming video in your car, at least in the front seat. I mean, they, they're doing it. Yeah. You guys ready for another story? Yes. The TSA is going to start self-checkout style security screenings. Travelers will use passenger and carry-on screening systems at individual consoles or screening lanes themselves, reducing the number of pat-downs and bag inspections that the TSA usually needs to perform and freeing their time to be reallocated to the busier aspects of screening operations. So it's going to start out for uh, TSA pre-check. People will have the first chance to use this new feature. What do you guys think about that? I mean, we have TSA for a reason, and then to hand it over and be like, all right, you yeah. check yourself going through security. That sounds a little fishy to me. It defeats the purpose of the TSA then, yeah, in my it opinion. It seems like it, yeah. If, if I can just go, hey, I'm good to go, and then walk <laughs> through with whatever, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess you have to go through scanners, though. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure there, there has to be a little more to it than that once you're actually doing it in practice. But uh, I, I very much would, would think that this uh, defeats the purpose of... Yeah, my fear is a little different than what you guys are expressing I'm more worried about like user error and screwing things up and slowing down the line because the yeah. people don't know what they're doing. Yeah. But you look forward to the pat down too, don't you? Well, I mean, it's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more story here. A CBS poll looked at happiness and where Americans find it. And most Americans say family is what uh, they say they're most grateful for. And parents are especially likely to report that their children is what their main source of happiness. I thought that was kind of nice yeah. during the Christmas mm -hmm. season. I'd sign off on that. Yeah, it's lovely. Good times. Dave, good. Merry Christmas. Thanks so much. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you Dave. guys, Christmas, too. Dave. Are you with us Talk. at all next week? Yes, I'm with you all next week. Oh, great. Well, then we'll talk to you next week. Yay. You got it. All right, we, uh, we, we have a lot of topics over the course of time that are about generational behaviors and patterns, like, you know, Gen X versus this and I think we do a pretty good job of not trying to pit generations against each other. Mm -hmm. Typically, we're trying to be like, yeah, we're all weird. We all have our own things. Um, and this is one of those that sounds like, Rach, it sounds like one of those things where people are talking about the things that boomers got right. Yeah, this is a teacher on TikTok who explains how she believes boomers got it right in terms of parenting. Now, some of these answers, it's like, oh, well, that's kind of just by nature of the time they were raising kids. Like, for example, the number one thing she, or the first thing she says that boomers got right is saying no iPads for their kids. Well, if you're a boomer and you're raising a millennial, they probably didn't have access to iPads when they were growing up. So that's <laughs> right. a little bit of a cheating I mean, question. My parents are boomers. I'm Gen X. We didn't have them. Right. They didn't exist till I was an or adult. Or the so. next one, no smartphone until high school. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. But moving on from there, it's just kind of core lessons that uh, this teacher thinks that the boomers got right. Like teaching the value of education. Um, 
she says this is something that maybe the pre the uh, generations after are not teaching quite as well. Uh, respect your teachers and treat them well. That kind of plays into something we talked about the other day when we talked about the the teacher who was on also on TikTok saying they feel like the kids um, are asked or, you know, the kids aren't expected to respect their teachers off the bat. The teachers have to earn the respect. Boomers were more like, no, you need to respect your yes. teacher. Yeah, I agree. That, that That's a good point. And uh, I don't think it's I don't think that people that are like my age and younger that are parents are intentionally dropping the ball on that. No, I but don't think so either. I do think we sometimes need to be more forceful in supporting the authority figure in school, less going, oh, no, my precious kid wouldn't do that. The next one is being kind to the elderly. Now, this mm-hmm. is something that I remember being taught that whenever I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I don't, I just don't know if that's still, it's like you said, wheels, it's not like anyone's intentionally dropping the ball, but maybe our culture has just shifted to where it's just less uh, commonplace to teach these kind of things. Like these are just things we're kind of naturally losing and we need to try to get back to. Um, f- for example, if you're on public transportation and you see an old lady standing up and you have a seat, you should get up and give the seat to the old lady. That's yeah. just the nice thing to do. Or the pregnant woman or exactly. yeah, or somebody that maybe has a cane. Yeah. Uh, next up is saying yes, ma'am, and no, sir. Mm, not a fan. I think that's... I think that's a nice thing to do. And whenever people, I mean, I will say sometimes uh, if like a Gen Alpha or Gen Z calls me ma'am, I'm like, don't call me ma'am. <laughs> I'm not a ma'am. Right. But I mean, like that's my first reaction. And my second is, oh, that's really nice and yeah. really respectful. So I just I just think it's a nice, way, a nice, easy, simple way to show some extra respect. Yeah. I've always felt like that was parents being tryhards. Oh, you think so? I have. I mean, like, and again, my parents are boomers. My dad was in the army. We didn't have to do yes, sir, no, ma'am, yes, ma'am. We didn't have to do any of that. But we did have to speak respectfully to adults, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we didn't, we couldn't just be like, yeah, bro. <laughs> we get <laughs> right. a little smack for that. But, we, he, you know, that wasn't enforced in our house. And I, I didn't think that it was, ne- I don't think it that far is necessary. Because, you know, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's me now because I connect that to, like, forced respect in society we're like, well, if someone's above you, you seem to say sir or ma'am, and if they're not, you don't have to. I think I, that's how I guess maybe that's me. I connect it that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I just I just don't see it the same way. I, yeah. I've always just seen it as a nice thing and a, a, just going the extra mile kind of. Cool. Um, let's see. Next up, greetings and gratitude. She says simple greetings and simple terms of gratitude are just not being taught like they used to, and I think it's really sad. So, like, Thank you when somebody holds the door for you mm-hmm. or hi or like that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Just, I mean, just basic like interacting with each other <laughs> yeah. in public. You mean like walking past somebody with your head down and grunting is not good enough? Uh, sometimes it's not. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, respect adult conversations and spaces. Children are not meant to interrupt two adults speaking to each other. They don't get to come and butt in at an inappropriate time when two people are having a conversation. I agree with that. I you can you got to enforce that sometimes too though just ignore them but and for me that 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 applies to like anyone under the age of like 27 <laughs> that's the children that I'm referring to Andrew going grumpy old man <laughs> this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 